I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I am your host, Rod. Join us always by my co-host. Karen. And we are live on a Saturday morning, ready to do mm-hmm. some feedback. You know what it is. We did three episodes this week. Y'all left some comments. Y'all had some things to say. Y'all left oh, some reviews. Y'all gave us money. Y'all did a bunch of stuff. And Come we going yeah, this is the episode for you where we shout all that out, let y'all know that y'all are heard and that we know y'all listening. Mm-hmm. And that's really the whole thing. The official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport. And Bullet Ball Extreme, as always, we like to start this with the people that gave us some money. We got to shout you out for donating to the church. May I have your attention? You are now listening to Charlotte's Own, Rod and Karen. We welcome the good folks who tie to the Black Diary Tips. Oh, yes. New money, new honey. Let's talk about it. We got <laughs> well, we got some recurring donations uh, on the way, and uh, the first one is from Jasmine J. Thank you so much, James C. Autumn W. David from Brooklyn, Latricia C. Unbridled Love, Doctor Professor Bambi, uh, Jason F. Kevin W, uh, Kim the Falcons Diva, uh, Derek LW, Ken M, uh, Zachary from the Living Corporate Podcast, Linwood C, and lastly Lawrence C. No relation. Thank you everybody that gave us the money because we, you know, that's what we do it for. We love money. Okay, we got this. All right, five star review time. We got uh three new ones, it seems. Yep. Three new ones. Jim on Gems. This is from Ben the Spoon, United States of America. Uh Rod and Karen are what dedication to a craft looks like. Heart emoji. I don't know any other podcast that creates as much valuable content as TBGWT. They always putting out the gold with, with this emoji, the the you know, that emoji that you do when, like, a chef kisses their lips or something. <laughs> I love that it's emoji. Not I'm, not. I'm, giving, I'm giving you the sauce over here, okay? <laughs> they giving me the business with the, with the shoes. Uh, it's, what kind of accent was, was that you trying to I, do? I, I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible Italian. I think your accent is too country to do any other accents. So I, I think that's it. <laughs> right? That's why I just stick to country. Uh, it's my birthday. I apologize to any Italian people that's listening to this. Oh, that's what that was. Right okay. I did not mean to offend you and all your people. That was bad. That's all good. Mine wasn't much better. It's my birthday. Um, Tiffany says, uh, it's a Tiffany in Fayetteville. Shout out to, I wonder if it's Fayetteville, Arkansas, or Fayetteville, North Carolina, where we went to college, you know? I don't know. Vietnam, as they call it. Come on, Vietnam. 
Uh, what you know about Murchison Road? Okay, what you all, you know, know what I'm saying? Brag. What you doing over there? No more. What you doing over there with Seabrook Park? You know what I'm saying? Come on, what you know about that? Uh, it's my uh birthday. Hey, Rod and Karen, for my birthday, I'm uh giving you a gift of an iTunes five star review. Wow, you're giving us a gift on your birthday. Thank oh, you. That's so sweet thinking about us i've given five stars on spotify but just in case those don't count i dusted off my itunes account just for you because you two bring me so much joy every week truly the blackout is the hardest working podcast on the airwaves no the podcast that i listen to on a regular basis provides as much content information inclusivity and laughter as you do i think that what i like most about your show is that you two are authentically yourselves from karen going down a memory lane rabbit hole about the charlotte hornets and Rod giving space for that to happen, to Rod with his snappy Coonan Terry on the Black History Month's most notable icons. Uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, if you're not following me on TikTok this month, I feel like you fucked up. Uh, it's Rod TBGWT, and uh, I've been just giving the overlooked Black History figures their due and their context. You know, they've been doing a lot to get our attention. And I feel like it's up to, you know, since nobody else was ever going to do it, apparently. I mean, how many Black History Months we going to have without y'all highlighting these people? I said, let me take it upon myself to provide some good content out here. And I am going down the encyclopedia, uh, Coontanica, and giving each one of these icons they do. So, uh, you know, C.J. Pearson, Candace Owens. Jason Whitlock, um, you know, uh, Diamond, Silk, you know. Got some classic ones. Yeah, dog, police dogs. Like, we got a lot of them in there. So uh, I hope y'all I hope y'all are checking, my, checking out my TikTok. I've been having fun with it. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, think, I think I started listening in 2016 when I needed an extra dose of black and blackness in my life to combat the Trump election. Thank you for throwing a lifeline in my time of need and continue to be my friends that entertain on the airways. If I could give 10 stars, I would. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, at the Game Theory taping yesterday, we actually had some fans show up. Um, oh. Yeah, I believe there's one woman. I don't want to mess her name up, but I'm probably messing up one way or the other, but I think I, one of them is right. It, I think her name was Janelle, but it could have also been Jamel. I wasn't a thousand percent sure. I hope a phobia didn't fuck it up both ways. But her and her husband came out. Uh, I saw Miss Crystal and her husband. I met her husband for the first time. Miss Crystal was out there. Yeah, I posted a picture. I took selfies with him, so I posted the pictures on my Instagram. But yeah, you know, it was, it was beautiful because, you know, that was the episode that I wrote the deep dive for. Obviously, you know, it's a collaborative effort. Everybody uh, helps on all that stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of what, you know, the sentiment. And, some and, and it came out better than I thought. I don't know what my expectations was, mm-hmm. but it was it really came out. And a shout out to Chris Lambert, the star. Yeah, Chris Lambert. We had him in some Man of the Street stuff, but I think they didn't want to double dip with him. So we had him in the focus group. But it was yeah it, i watched it last night man you know and I, I mean obviously i was there when they filmed it but uh and all that stuff it was and it was it was a super fun experience and both hilarious and flags was funny yeah i i, I wrote that fo- like, no flag on the play <laughs> i wrote that focus group uh like that was my pitch for the lander and um and I thought it turned out well, man. I thought I thought the good liars were did get a good job with it. Um, and 
Mm-hmm. You could tell that they, uh, their camaraderie with the group was really good because you know people were really open and mm-hmm. everybody was talking and they were interacting. Well, and so it was it, it. The actual thing took about four and a half hours uh, to film. Okay, and they they chopped so it, it down. Yeah, what was interesting okay. is watching how much the stuff gets chopped down from four and a half hours to two or three minutes, but. Um, yeah, I was I, I was I was just very happy with it. People really enjoyed the episode. You know, people been kind of hitting me up on Twitter that as they watch it to be like, "Yo, it was this is good," you know. And I wanted to write something thought provoking and something that was a little bit of a zag, but not uh, but not like giving good, not doing like the NFL's job of like PR, but to like to to discuss something that that's happening that nobody feels comfortable talking about, like conservative people don't want to talk about it because they hate the nfl is even doing this shit and um the liberal people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to give the nfl any credit because we've been burned so many times so it was just like a a good you know it was just it just felt good and Bo felt good and it was a lot of challenges to get it out there this week but i think that's just it's just gonna be challenging for every week going forward but it it was i'm glad uh, people liked it yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, and not trying to be funny. Uh, shout out to me that I actually stayed up to watch it at eleven o'clock. Yes, shout out to you. For real, because it started hitting ten fifty, and my eyes was like, you know what, bitch? I think you go lay down. I was like, you know what? Mm-mm, I got a few more minutes. I can make it, and I made it. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I was, obviously people could catch it on HBO Max as well, and then we come on TNT on Thursdays before. Um, uh, the inside the NBA crew. So, you know, just uh, yeah. I hope I hope people enjoyed it, man. Uh, yeah, it was just a, a good experience. Um, this week. Um, all right. So back to this. Um, um. Oh yeah. If I give ten stars, I would. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, last one is Fit X I O, who says, uh, my favorites flame emoji. I've been listening to the podcast for years finally decided to leave my review better late than never right you know what it is right on time i tell people i don't care how long you've been listening when you Mm -hmm. leave the five star views is right on time and you know what you can do fold your arms and judge everybody else that have not left it like you've been here the whole time we just accept you into the fold yep karen makes me feel seen i'm also a queen of not knowing who someone is laughing emoji (laughs) I'm the queen of who? You need this of not knowing who someone is. Oh, oh, I, I, my bad. I missed a joke. You're right. You, you need this podcast in your life. They offer the best show recap and cover a lot of news and current events. I can't recommend it enough. They're both funny, unique, and entertaining. Do yourself a favor and check them out. You won't regret it. Okay, I'm done with my long overdue review. Thank you. Man, we appreciate it. Listen, okay. You do. You ain't got to be on top of everything. It's all right. We need them reviews. I love I love that y'all stagger them out, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get ready to get into the actual like comments on our website, YouTube, and Anchor. But first to play a beat so I know where to insert the things that pay the bills. <laughs>
transition in 30 seconds. I almost forgot we was supposed to get back to the show. <laughs> I was just going to listen to the whole beat. All right. Uh, 2670, 2670, Meth Mess is, wait, that can't be the right episode. Let me scroll down. Hold on. I think I clicked the oh, wrong shit. one. Let's scroll down. I think we start with Unsweet Nice Tea. Yeah, that's right. 2668, Unsweet Nice Tea. <laughs> Is the first episode of the week. It was a feedback episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, who wrote in first, Karen? Who do you think left the first comment? Abia. Wow, you're right. She left the first Let's two. Let's go. About white trash. I meant that using it was racist to non-white people, but wasn't sure anymore why, but it was what Rod said. I will only call people trash from now on. I don't want to discriminate. Shout out to you. Woke. I want no... Woke, separate them out. Or watch no movies besides Pixar, Disney movies with the kids. We watch series because I only have maximum one hour watching time a day. That's the price for having it all, I guess. <laughs> Job, kids, exercise every day, a dog, and so on. So it's fair. Good that podcast is it so I can at least know the movie titles. She also said, most time I read quotes, I have to roll my eyes. There are several reasons for that. Often I think they just want a famous person to appear to be on your team that can't and they can't do anything about it. Like when business people quote civil rights leaders or the quotes are somehow without sense. But because a popular person said it, it was just accepted just because right. someone famous said it. It doesn't have to be true. Or when I and read. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Karen. fit everywhere either. I think sometimes people like to fit stuff in places where it don't fit. And. A lot of times people can tell if it's thought behind it. And people go, oh, you didn't think, you didn't analyze this. There was no critical thinking. You're like, this sounds like something reasonable or cool to plug in here. And people's like, well, that was stupid. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's one quote that I feel this way about that is extremely popular with a certain segment of, of, of like, black people that I, I think, I think I, I know what they're trying to say, but I don't think it's, necessarily that smart um <laughs> but it's oh someone's ringing a bell hold on a second i'm sorry about this everyone i'm just gonna let them in and i don't know if that's for if i have a package or something or what but all right <laughs> um but yeah you know what i think is funny is uh this quote i, I want to say people are dedicated to maybe like audrey lord or something but it's like the master's house can't be the master's tool will never dis, dismantle the master's house and i'm sure it's deeper than what like maybe like if you read yeah, it in context sure of the, the thing the, but the context is there's a lot of shit happening around that phrase <laughs> yeah. yeah but sometimes people just throw that shit out and i'm like but the master's tool literally could deconstruct the master's house. Like, if it, right. you know what I'm saying? It like, and it could destroy it, right? Like, I know that that would, but it's like as a as a act. God damn it, this person. I don't know why they won't just take the take the win. All right, that's the last time for that. All right, but um, the the whole master's tool, master's house. I'm like, so you telling me a hammer can't help? take apart a house that was built with nails like of course it can of course it can like it sounds like a person that's never used tools before but i know i know the, the metaphorical point but it's just such a funny quote and the way people use it but anyway um uh, when i read in my former car shop quotes by virginia wolf and oscar wilde it was just a weird fit i imagined those two in this vw shop giving life lessons to mechanics it was strange 
Uh, Gina Gate says, I'm apparently the only one who voted for unsweetened tea. And that's the poll, which is unsweetened tea, yay or nay. Uh, she says, uh, uh, that said, sugar might be in, not be in my tea, but it'll never be in my grits. Since I trust y'all's recommendation, I started watching Black Summer. It's solid. And it's got audio description, so I'm able to enjoy it fully. I'm still only going to listen to it during the daytime because I'm a scared cat, though. Yeah, I love that. I just love it. I'm glad people, <laughs> a few people have hit me up since I talked about it again. It said, like, thank you. I'm watching it. I love it. It's great. I'm glad. You have you have been a. Uh, uh, uh... What do you mean you glad? You not. Are you watching it? No, I'm not watching it. All right, so I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear this pandering. I don't want to hear this this fake bullshit lip service, Karen. Evangelist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, evangelist. My own wife won't even watch it. It's fine, Karen. Don't you don't have to say (laughs) something just to try to be nice and and act like you got a lot of me. Okay, Sean says to clarify. I'm not. not, If you were glad, you'd be four episodes into season one already, Karen. Let's just stop. Okay. We have an honest, authentic relationship. We don't need to lie to each other. Let's not start that now. Right. I'm happy that other people are liking the stuff that you like. But not I'm happy enough to watch you. not happy enough to watch it yourself? That's no. not happy to me. No. <laughs> okay. That's unsweet nice tea to me. Oh no. No, Sean, I don't know. This is insulting. No. Sean says to clarify, Karen mentioned the one child policy as a question in thirty 37 minutes and 50 second mark on YouTube. After which Rod said, After which Rod said they did for a long time at 37 minute 56 seconds mark on YouTube. Whereas Rod usually corrects Karen on the issue. In this case, he did not. Y'all gaslighting me, making me think I misremember, but I'm not bitter. Yeah, okay, Sean. Listen. Uh you got us, Sean. You got us. Okay. We've done 2660. Eight episodes to fuck with you. That's all. Like honestly, like we talked for two hours. We did it for you, Sean. We did it for you. We talked for two hours an episode, and we never, ever, ever have slipped, made a mistake, or anything until today. And you caught us at the at the minute mark and everything. And I didn't. I'm not. I'm just trusting you. I'm not even gonna go back and listen to it. Me. Clearly, I, you know, was trying to confuse the audience into thinking that Japan had a one child policy um and and not china you know and i want people to be confused about like asian people and where they come from and what what the laws of their lands are this is a i'm a government plant i'm here you know when they shot down that weather balloon i was mad i was like fuck that's us we trying to no. we trying to trick our audience okay. in the take off your tinfoil cap and close your third no, eye. Karen, please. he listen, he caught us. Do we need to come clean? Stop trying to, we need to, to act. Come clean. We need to, Just we tell him clean. the truth. Tell him the truth. He's on to us. Tell the truth. We busted. Truth. <laughs> We're busted, guys. This is the last episode of Black Guy Tips ever. <laughs> we actually record this in China. We we was oh, no. we was just trying to start some shit between we were Japan just and down. And, and America and 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 this and this motherfuckers. We, I'm not black. I'm not country. He pulled the he pulled the mask off of us like Scooby Doo, like Velma, and he know the real us underneath this is is people that make mistakes and are human and sometimes fuck up and forget what they said. So you gotta shine. Today's a big day for you, and I hope I hope you you go out and get some like a piece of cake and and celebrate. Put a candle on that bitch and. And drink a tall glass of warm milk and be like, you know, I finally fucking got Rod and Karen. Ain't I finally 
we got Karen you. said some bullshit and Rod just wanted to move on because he Rod was he was he was like fuck it because he had been away from home for two fucking months and uh was writing a tv show and also trying to give <laughs> your ungrateful ass a podcast several times a week and he had six seconds of yeah i think uh, maybe yeah what and and then you said yeah rod clearly is just a fucking idiot now okay <laughs> you won <laughs> Growing up in the summers of South Carolina, I only drank sweet tea growing up. But now living in Japan, I enjoy a wide variety of sweetened iced tea, iced sweetened and unsweetened iced teas. When I do get back stateside, I do enjoy a little bit of Southern make your teeth fall out iced tea. Also, Black Summer, really good show. I watched it a while back based on Rod's recommendations, and it is really good. Glad you enjoyed it, Sean, more than you enjoyed my obvious mistakes and lies. To try to somehow make people confuse Asian folks. I'm, you know, you know how I do. You know, I'm surprised you watched. I thought I'm surprised you watched Black Summer and didn't and not uh, Train to Busan. The way I be confusing Asian people all the time. Train to Busan is good now. That one was good. <laughs> the poll is unsweet nice tea, yay or nay? Karen. Unsweet nice tea, boo. Mm-hmm. No, nay. Okay. 73% of our audience on our website says nay. 27% say yay. And of the people with the money on Spotify, 86% say nay. 14% say yay. They were so, like, we can afford the sugar. Yeah, they said, hey, look, cotton candy sweet and low? I don't know. Uh, roll. Uh, <laughs> I think it's cotton candy sweet They was, they was like, gold. we can do real sugar. We can do, we can do the... Uh, um, the fake sugar, like, mm-mm. and the thing is, we didn't put it on there. But some people like do half and half. I didn't I put it. Yeah, I didn't want to. Che- yeah, I don't want to help them cheat. Right? I just want to know if they like sweet, unsweetened tea. That's it. You know. No, sweet tea is terrible. Yeah, and I think even if you're like, listen, I'm diabetic, I can't have sugar or whatever. Which I mean, you can't put the fake sugar in there. I feel like fake sugar count too. But anyway, even if you're um diabetic. If you want to have the sweet tea, that still makes it better. Just because you yeah. can't have it don't mean it's not better. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of times when people, you know, when you do this, people automatically assume sugar. Mm. But, you know, people put honey in their tea. People put, you know, agave in their tea. People use other things to sweeten the tea. But then it's, in my mind, it's still considered sweet tea. Right. Because you're still adding some form of, of sweetener to it. Right. I, I I agree. Any, uh, at any rate, um, the comments we had no comments on YouTube for this episode as someone's decided to lay on their horn like they fucking got shot in an action movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> they buzzing, they laying on their horns. What's happening in 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 New York City? And then y'all wonder why I'd be confused if it's China, or Japan. God damn. Uh, no. <laughs> uh colder than polar bears toenails is the comment uh people said uh nelson said cooler than freddie jackson sipping on a milkshake in a snowstorm and so did uh dow son of strong or also stronger son of strong uh white family tea said i mean white family says unsweetened tea sweet oh, what the fuck unsweetened tea is blasphemy uh, James says, in reference to being confused about Asian countries, Will Smith voice, keep Karen's husband name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> don't slap Sean, please, everybody. Okay, I don't. 
I want no, y'all to no. be able to, to win an Oscar no for the next year. Breezy <laughs> says, so my uh, so-called my car's remote won't start. Won't start. Damn. Oh, so so cold my car's remote start won't work. That's what it says. I didn't know it could get that cold. God damn. Me neither. I, oh, so you you hitting the button from the window and your car's like, mm-mm, bitch, too cold. What is the point? Crank me. What's the point of remote start if it's a temperature it can reach where it's like, now nah, you're going to have to come on out here yourself, player. <laughs> do they tell you that when they promote it? It's like, you know what we can do? Up to negative fifty, negative fifty one. The bitch won't start. <laughs> oh man, I don't know about what that. Temperature, dog. Rachel says, "Oh hell, there he go again, talking to shit." Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan says, "You could put clips on your show. You could put clips of your show on TikTok." Oh, I guess I could. I just, I, if I'm being real with y'all, I don't want to sound ancient and old. I don't know how to make a clip of the show. Um, that way, I guess that I put that this. I guess that's a project that I can do because you know we do got. Well, to, you got to learn to do some video editing, but yeah, you could do now. it. You I could. guess I could YouTube it because I don't know nothing yeah. about nobody's video editing. If that's something you want to get into, go ahead, player. I, you know, I applaud you, but I'm not even gonna lie. It's like people be like, just put a clip of your show on so and so. I'm like, listen, I could put the whole thing on YouTube. Come on, <laughs> if you were like yeah. the whole thing, I got yeah, you. You talking about cutting out pieces? Yeah. Also, like, low-key, is just, if I'm being 100% real with y'all, it's just more work that I don't have time for at the moment, but maybe right. I would in the summer. Like, I probably could figure it out, because I know how to edit the show enough to get, like, a part of it and upload it to YouTube. So I could technically learn to edit, like, a minute or two if I really was like, this funny minute, we need to get this. Or we could hire an editor if we really wanted to do something like that. But to be honest, I, I like to do that stuff myself, but I just don't have the time at the moment. But, yeah, y'all may see clips of us on TikTok. Maybe that's what I'll do after March is put some of the show on TikTok sometimes because, uh, you know, um, the, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping the coon shit at the, at the end of February. I'm not, I'm not turning into Mr. Coon mm-hmm. guy. I'm already seeing too many of y'all suggestions that I don't agree with. So Right. You like, they did something that made me mad. They are cool. And you're like, this is not how right. cool works, y'all. y'all Somebody, you can't just do one thing to make you mad and fuck all the other, anything else that they ever did for blackness ever. No, we're not doing this. Somebody said, can't wait for you to do Oprah. I was like, nigga, I'm not going to do Oprah. Like, what? You you off the you off the coon selection committee, okay? Yeah, come on. Oprah, no. Oprah versus like Condoleezza Rice to me not close you know what I'm saying right. <laughs> like like it's a big ass cause, cause y'all gonna just start putting motherfuckers you don't like and whose politics y'all disagree with but they not really like they not liberal enough for you which is different right. to me than being a fucking coon it's like right. put put Obama on there like I'm good fam out of here. put Cop Mama on there I disagree leave me out of this one uh, alright um what was I at? Uh, oh, back to these comments. One more. Oh, Heavens Kevin says, weighing in on the Kevin debate. I agree, Karen. I think it has to do with Home Alone. It seems like since then, people will use Kevin to elevate a joke or scenarios humor. So weird. Mm. Hmm. Cultural moment. Um, the next episode was uh, episode 2669. Nice. Uh, keep your hands in the sky um let's see what we got the first comment is from tb who created a account just to leave this comment more hornets minutes with karen 
like my uh hundreds minutes update. I like to make my own theme music up. Well, Karen, I'll what'd be you I'm having, having a good time over here. What'd you think about the trades they made at the deadline? The Hornets didn't really make no trades. Yes, it did. They traded Mason Plumley to the Clippers. Okay. And they got Reggie Jackson back uh, from the Clippers. It's, I think like a second-round pick or something. And they traded Jalen McDaniels uh, off the team. Uh, he went to the Sixers. Yeah, the, the the thing about it is we needed to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, because And the thing about Plumlee, I got to say this. Plumlee is a terrible free throw shooter. And Not anymore. It, he was. He was, and mm-hmm. it improved. It improved. It when improved he started shooting left hand, he was pretty good. Yeah, he improved a lot, but they still foul him a lot, and you know he still missed, you know, more than he should. And mm-hmm. so, I think that he may have got in his ears that uh, there was possibility of doing this because all of a sudden that nigga started bowling. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he really started bowling. He started being more aggressive. He started going under basket. He started, which is. <laughs> I realized this, and when we had, we t- I think we went to the game with your dad. Yeah, when I was gaining with your dad, the people beside me <laughs> almost overheard me because uh, he had the ball. Plumley had the ball, and Plumley does this shit that I can't stand. He likes to take the ball down the court. Why? You're slow. You're one of the slowest people out there. Why are you taking the ball down the court? I'm like, like get the ball out your hands. And I said it out loud, and the people beside me was like, that's what we're saying. I was like, yeah. It's like, you should not have the ball. And it's very frustrating because watching enough games, the ball has been stolen, turned over. And she's like, yeah, because this is not your position. You know, you get it and you pass it to somebody else is much quicker and much faster. And then they can see the floor better. Um, I do give him credit for actually improving. But, yeah, he needed to go. And I understand the other dude, too, was like, we needed to do um something um because i don't think personally we definitely not make it to nobody's playing game or nothing like that uh but i do think if we keep some of the pieces we have we'll be uh better uh next year um i'm surprised um they didn't uh who is it uh what's he called he's out with the left hand um kelly Oubre. yeah kelly Oubre. um i you know i'm surprised they didn't put him up you well, know, he I said he wants him. to stay Okay. He did, oh, he said a, he wants to stay. He okay. did an interview and say he wanna he wanna stay a Hornet this next year. Oh, that's a good thing. But but I but I, I was like I'm surprised they didn't put him up, you know. They may um, have, but you know, he's got okay. his hand hurt. I think they had I think Jalen McDaniels and Plumley and uh a couple other people, JT Thor, I think they were playing a lot of minutes lately to try to see if they could trade him. I think that's one of the reasons you you saw them playing better or playing more was just to see if somebody else wanted to take him off our hands and Jalen McDaniels, I just, you know, I, I I agree with something you said, which was that he just never really seems to know when to shoot and when not to shoot. He 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 drives me nuts like he, watching him. Yeah, he'll be wide open after they made a play wow. to get him wide open, and he'll still choose not to shoot it. But it's yeah. like it's like a, like watching a little kid play, you mm-hmm. know, because you know we watch kids play, and when kids play, they freeze sometimes, and they're like, I don't know what to do, and it's like I don't know why you're getting tight. It's like he will literally be. Up underneath the basket and statistically up underneath the basket, odds are you missing that shot out low. You can still miss it now, but they like he'll be right up into the basket. And he would literally pass it to somebody. It was like, no, statistically, this is the shot. 
or he'll be open for like you know in, inside of the arc and it's one of the things where you know you're like right at the basket why are you passing and and, 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 and as somebody who um is like looking around the floor you know to say okay this is the best shot this is not the best shot type of thing it could be very frustrating and when he does that he causes a lot of turnovers when he freezes it's like no don't freeze shoot you cause the deep you cause the defense to respond and react you're giving them time it's like no if Lomelo passes the ball to you odds are he's he's setting you up in the most uh uh efficient spot to hit the shot and he's like nope i'm gonna pass it and a lot of times you doing that extra pass or two causes an unnecessary turnover shot clock violation or whatever it may be because it's like well you took three seconds off when you actually could have shot it it's very frustrating watching him at times i'm sorry all right, that's been Hornets Corner with Karen. Everybody, you requested it. <laughs> I just so. started this one. I didn't. I, I didn't go down memory lane. <laughs> All right. But Mill seventy three says I have a message for the babies that feel fucked with every Black History Month where they get fried chicken and waffles a celebration. Hey kids, I live in Vancouver area, also known as Lower Mainland of British Columbia in Canada. It consists of Vancouver and its surrounding suburban communities and has a combined population of approximately 2.7 million people. The population of Nick, I mean black people, is 1.2%. Of the largest ethnic group in the region are whites, over 50%, 20% East Asian, 12% South Asian. Whenever I go to Popeye's churches, don't judge me. I love that mutant chicken and various South Korean fried chicken spots. Oh, Do you know what I... You? Huh? And they said don't judge me. I was like, we're not judging Oh, no, nah, I'm judging. Yeah, he was right. Church, everybody should be judged for loving churches. Yes. Churches has those giant fucking chickens that we know are the reason that kids are going through puberty at 12. Like, we know that. It's going fine. puberty at 8. So if that's your fave, that's your fave. But, yeah, he, he was right to apologize. And various South ah. Korean fried chicken spots, do you know what I see? Long-ass lines with me being the only black person. These are the same long lines of people snapping up watermelons when the supermarkets have them out. Everybody eat this shit. Everybody love this shit, kids. Don't feel bad that everybody loves your shit. I'm Jamaican. When white people cook curry chicken or jerk pork to honor our food, I'm never offended. I'm usually grossed out because it's usually nasty. But that's a right. different conversation. All that is to say, don't let white supremacy make you feel bad about the shit we developed and or popularized. This has been public service announcement, Emil. Yeah. I really yeah, do I wonder if we're like, 10 or 15 years away from hip-hop being like that for kids and i'm not even trying to be funny like i'm with you are we 10 15 years away from an article from a college where it's like for black history month they play hip-hop music and i was offended you know what i mean (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like like, Mm -hmm. well it's like wait what (laughs) that is the pride and joy of our community nah it's racist that a company played this at our get together or some shit i feel like that's gonna happen if it hasn't happened already yeah and it can be very very frustrating because black people don't want to admit but black people can be the reason why our history gets raced along with the white people and it's one of those things i've been saying is you have white people that don't want it there for racist reasons you have black people that don't want it there be they afraid they're ashamed and you know the white supremacy so it's like y'all know y'all actually shaking hands to actually get rid of everything black and mm-hmm. then you're gonna turn around but like why don't the kids know the history well, bitch you complained when they wanted to serve chicken chicken and watermelon you complained when they wanted to show a quote-unquote another slavery movie when they when we when if you statistically look down we don't get that many you want to complain 
every time you know they show something that makes you feel some shit in your heart and 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 and, and, and all of a sudden uh, uh uh you feeling bad you demanded that they take it away and, and get rid of it you demanded this black people you know, so it's like, and then, you know, everybody won't look stupid when they be like, well, the kids don't know nothing. It's like, well, you can't have it both ways. You can't demand yeah, it should of, be stripped away. A lot of people have this, the same end goal as the people who want to get rid of critical race theory, quote unquote, in yes. schools. A lot of black people would be down with that, They, but they would think it was for different reasons. But if you told them we're taking all the books that have to deal with anything uh, about slavery and civil rights and history out of schools there's some black people that would be like yeah um it's just a downer thing to learn about i don't want my kid to feel bad i don't want to feel bad thinking about it and if that means you know it leaves a whole bunch of people uneducated about what happened in the past and we have to face those consequences in the future so be it um appia says thank you for expressing your food views on the food issue this food sounds delicious and the watermelon itself for sure wasn't racist it was growing in peace doing photosynthesis and enjoying the sun it was harvested right. sold business. it was harvested sold and brought to the table only to be rejected as a racist food what a waste yeah it's you think right. about it, it ain't nobody the watermelon was basically going through the same thing slaves was going through you know <laughs> if you think of it, they ain't have a choice in it. Uh, Papa Rowe says, "Coming to a, it's coming soon to AMC till death row do us part." <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and Tayrell says, "I got officially diagnosed with COVID on Christmas Day, 2021, and I'm pretty sure I got it at the theater seeing Spider Man No Way Home. I was vaccinated and stayed masked, but I still got your man's." Uh, it still got your mans. My kids have actually, on paper, avoided it as they never tested positive. But I think we all had it that Christmas, despite them testing negative. We are all vax boosted in the house, and my, as my partner has an autoimmune disorder and has actually had COVID twice because of it. I guess that was, was all to say no. The kids have not gotten us sick, but the northernmost southern state, Ohio, certainly did. Tayrell, mm. <laughs> right? People want to act like that's all. No, that's all over. All over uh, 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 the, the place when it comes to, you know, those types of things. Because people are everywhere, and a lot of people, they're tired. they just rejecting whatever the case may be. They've made personal choices and decisions, and everybody's, I don't know, everybody's well, like, we're all it. We're all taking a, a calculated risk. You know, he wanted to see Spider-Man go no way, no way home or whatever. It's, you know, it just, that's your calculated risk. A lot of, a lot of this shit has to do with luck, too. You know, it's not just being careful or like some a lot of it's being careful, but it's not just that. It's you gotta get lucky. I I'm careful, but I I could be in the elevator after someone sneezed and I just don't know. You know what right. I'm saying? It, 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 so we're all going out here by the grace of God, basically. The poll was have you gotten COVID from your kids? Yes, no, or I don't have kids. Only thirteen percent said they've gotten it from their kids. Uh thirty two percent say they have not gotten it from their kids. And 55% do not have kids. Um, well, we got a lot of childless, you know, kidless uh, well, that's people the, out there. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's who got time to listen to podcasts. Uh, yeah, the, the kids not interrupting them. The parents, yeah, the parents got to listen to us on full-time speed. Sound like chipmunks. Because um, <laughs> they got to get back to the kids. Right. Uh, so then let me check YouTube if there was any comments on this episode uh and then uh i'll also check the uh anchor all right so on youtube uh no comments cool 
And on Anchor, we had the poll. 9% have gotten it from their kids, 25% not, and 66% don't have kids, which also explains why they can't afford, you know, Spotify Premium and stuff Come like on. that. Come on. They over there with the money. It was like, look, I ain't got to buy no diapers, so I'm going to put it in this. May the odds be ever in your favor to cop those Beyonce tickets was the comment. Carrie says, fingers crossed, prayer hands, that I can get them legitimately because if I can't, I got to get them the ski mask way. <laughs> well, I say you look to rob some of them people wearing those new red boots they got on the internet because that mean they got... Looking it, like Mickey Mouse shoes. The fuck is them things? Somebody had, had a picture of a of a uh, boots from from a door to explore that shit was fucking hilarious yeah they look like they mega look man like boots boots they look like mega man to to me but um here's what i'll say find somebody with them boots on and rob them because they got excess money and they can't run away in them damn boots so you're gonna get rich you is not running in them oversized mario shoes uh, trust right you taking them down First of all, if they can't get to a to a, a glowing star, they not even gonna be able to get invincibility. <laughs> they ain't gonna maybe get they ain't gonna maybe get no super strength. Um Yeah, they're like Mega Man they, boots. They can't, they can't eat a mushroom real quick. You you know, yeah. you, you, you good to go then. Um, all right, so Bianca says swing to another vine during Black History Month. L O L. Uh, I forget what I used that analogy for, but yes, I said it uh katisha says i have a chance to see b on my b day i need all the odds and favor uh kisha says yes aaron says not my friend traveling all the way to europe just to see beyonce gotta do what you gotta do i, I, I seen some people that was like they got tickets they was like yeah i'm I'm going to another country they was like i have booked my flights mm -hmm. <laughs> i got them in a non-american place yep they just want to have a good time um Raphael says that would suck to get a whooping from the popo while they quote MLK Jr. I have a dream speech. What's next? They play Bob Marley One Love. I'll take two B front row tickets as consolation. Uh that's what that's what the next uh get beat up by the cop settlement's gonna be. They're gonna be like, what you want? Eighty million dollars, two tickets to Beyonce front row. We can walk out of here right now. The city right now. the taxpayers ain't gotta know. No <laughs> questions asked. Jane says, damn it, I was enjoying this episode till you mentioned that the, the killer and that crazy obsessed lover were, were Scorpios. By the way, Rod, how are you dealing with New York City sirens going on at your place? Fine, man. I, I, I really don't be having a problem. <laughs> like, I actually sleep a lot of times with my windows open. It's all kinds of noise outside. I don't give a fuck. It's like, I, I sleep right through that shit. Um, I, I think I, it's easy for me to sleep through it because I just know I don't have a choice. And, like, every once in a while, something will wake me up because somebody be so goddamn loud out there doing some shit at 2, 3 in the morning. I was like, what is y'all doing out there? Yeah, and, it was, and normally it's, like, some type of city worker or construction or trash person because it'd be, like, 2, 3 in the morning. You just hear, like, slam, man, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, boy. Creepy. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> And then they just drive off, and it's like, I guess that was the recyclables. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the trash is being picked up. I don't know. Uh, as Karen says, Beyonce is a pre-approved Negro. And Nelson says, I don't know if I'll be if I'm getting them tickets, but more power to you if you try to get those. 
man, I'm so confused about how to get the damn tickets. I got an email from my city card that was like, mm-hmm. get on the pre-approved list. And I clicked it. It was like, yeah. gone. I was like, what the fuck? That was quick. And then so I, I, went, I read a whole fucking article in Charlotte Observer about how to get the tickets. And it was fucking like 12 different ways like make sure your ticket master already had your information preloaded do this i was like i'm I'm on all that but i'm saying like there's like make sure you get you can get on one of the four pre-approved pre-reserve da 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 and even after all that you're gonna have a one in 800 chance or some shit i was like i will see i was like don't, don't refresh if you get stuck in the lobby for two hours don't refresh. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm on. I hear you. I'm gonna try my best, but it's really in the Lord's hands. Right. We, we all out I here. See. <laughs> yeah, we all out here. Um, I already seen one person bought a ticket. It was three thousand dollars for one seat. Uh, at the was it was in the front? yeah in the risers or some shit. I don't know what that means, but it's like the risers to the stage. The my favorite part because hmm. I don't know that there's a way to sound say this that some motherfuckers ain't gonna get offended, and that's okay. You know what? I'll I'll accept it. Be mad. Okay. My favorite thing right now is people that really be asking for money and shit a lot. You know, like give GoFundMe and shit, and then they somehow cop some Beyonce tickets, and then they gotta go on Twitter and like explain to people like how they. Cause you, no one's copping secret Beyonce tickets. Once you cop them, you're compelled to tell the world. Cause it's so, so you know you what I'm saying. Cop them and not tell nobody. Right, but then people it's immediately like being like, Super Bowl. like, like, for a lot of people, they was like, "Fuck the Super Bowl, I got Beyonce tickets." But people immediately being on some like this, you shit. Not to mention like a well, lot of people, a lot of people that love Beyonce are like super dope, but like also black socialist you know communist black you know anti-capitalist a bunch of that and so th- there's nothing more highly capitalistic than about you know copying these tickets at this moment it's just right. it is what it is i'm not even knocking people for that it's just funny watching people make twitter threads and and, and post this shit to try to like mitigate like they can't even like flex in peace and just be like yo i got i can't believe it i got beyonce tickets i'm, I'm gonna be there it's gonna be off the hook Instead, it's like, I know that I've gone through some hard times, but I deserve joy, do I not? Ain't I a woman, Sojourner Truth, or whatever? And I'm just oh, like, I'm like, why not just post, hey, can't wait to go to the, to the Beyonce concert. We, we get it. We all want it. We all trying to get it. Like, you don't got to feel bad because you the one that got it. Like, shit, if you set up a GoFundMe specifically because you want them tickets, people would have been all right, but... It was, yeah, it was so funny because it was just like so, I, I like me and Bossy were just sending them to each other in text. Just like, look at this one. It'd be people like, I know that I believe da 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 da. I'm like, I had oh my a dream goodness. like Martin Luther King and my dream was to get these Beyonce tickets. Somebody, I can't, I think someone may have even pointed out like she was adding shows and yeah. and, and I, I think it was somebody whack. I don't want to say. Shows. It might have been Teray or somebody. It was somebody that Black Twitter don't like, and he. And I think it was Teray. He said something to the effect of like, "Man, as a mother of three at this age, her adding this many shows, you know, at what point do you worry if she's like overworking herself or gonna get exhausted?" Blah blah. blah. Boy, they jumped in his motherfucking ass. Boy, they boy shut the you know shut the fuck up. Duh. We yeah, want we these tickets. 
at the same time i was like what also isn't it funny that it's like the most the most capitalistic thing we can say is like we don't care if this woman burns herself off as long as we get these tickets you know i think she can do it just because the show i look at her the same way i would look at like a lebron james or serena williams like top athletes in the world i think beyonce is one of them and so if someone can do it it's definitely her but it was just funny he was basically expressing concern for a black woman's health and it was like shut the fuck up that's not a black woman that's beyonce and beyonce is a god that's not a that's not a mere mortal you motherfucker (laughs) <laughs> so she could do anything beat right. it bum like they've been arguing now, the people are like now nah, you want to talk about her being a mama who cares they've been arguing all because they want them tickets it's not from a good place of like who cares okay, it's a bad place of who cares right. and then uh they've been arguing all week about whether or not she had plastic surgery and if you know it, it's okay for her to have it if it's not okay like that matter like that should matter to her but oh uh, i just thought it was funny because i'm like if y'all were never mean to people about getting plastic surgery y'all wouldn't have to be making a, a, a 180 degree turn to to justify if she had it or not because you really should just stay the fuck it really don't matter yeah, like it's but but you know when they don't like somebody, it's the first thing they bring up. You know, I can't mm-hmm. imagine how many times I can't even count how many times you've seen it with like a Kardashian or somebody or Iggy Azalea. Mm-hmm. Like when you don't like somebody, it becomes like a flaw. But when it's someone you like, all of a sudden it's like, well, it's a lot of pressure for your body. Oh, so these other people weren't facing the same pressure, right? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, or you have to lie and be like, no, it's all natural. Meanwhile, none of us really knows. Anyway. I love Beyonce, and I, I was just listening to the album today, and man, those transitions are just smooth as fuck. You know? Yeah, you don't even realize you're moving from song to song. Yeah. Sometimes you fuck around, you be like, why is this one long-ass song? Like, literally, mm-hmm. you be like, this song been playing for 10 minutes. You realize you don't... Sometimes I want to listen to a specific song, but I hit the wrong song that's like a few tracks before it, and I just be like, I'm going to let it play. It's all the same song. You know, it's all going to get there. It's literally all the same song. You know? um anyway uh that's a big tangent um i think that's it for this episode next episode is 2670 meth mess um and that's the last episode of the week um and no comments on youtube so i guess we didn't get any comments on youtube all week for these episodes uh which is fine which is fine but just you know I, I I just realized that. You know they're not us, so they put them out. They- yeah, I haven't got any takedown notices and stuff. I did get like a y'all use some music notice, but I don't be caring, so I just be like, yeah, that's fine. Take the money. We just keep the episode up, but take you know, right? Yeah, like, I I don't care that much. Um, <laughs> two pennies. Yeah, like we we not making enough money for us to be mad that they not monetizing the episode. Right. <laughs> it's like oh the four cent shit. Well, now I what mean, are we going to do? What is we going to do? Uh, but yeah, so Meth Mess, we got three comments. Uh, the first from Ipia says, I had my first gray hair at 22 like my father. Otherwise, my body is behaving no pain. Sean says, listen, if I found 15K in cash with nothing linking to its owner, that's very different from finding 15K in cash with wedding cards. Although I wouldn't go through the police. Every time I found large sums of money or phones, I returned them personally. However, when I found $300 in cash with nothing to tie to it uh, and 
individual two days before my $300 rent was due. I had zero cash. This is before I met Jeff from Osaka. So a while ago, I took the money and paid my rent. Just saying. Returning money is good, but my paranoid ass has trouble actually trusting the police to return the money. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you, especially on the police part. I don't think I would... But see, this is the thing. If I found an ungodly amount of money in cash on some some place, I know y'all don't believe me, and I know y'all think it's crazy. I would absolutely feel fine leaving the money. Like, like I would just be like, I was never here. I don't know what the fuck that's about, and I don't want no somebody, problems. Guess what? Somebody somewhere is looking for that money, and I don't want them to find me on right. the other side or with that money i'm not getting fucked up over some transaction that i ain't have a goddamn thing to do with now if it no, was you. if it was um as you said three hundred dollars okay and my rent was due and i needed to make rent three you know with the the three hundred dollars rent and it was three hundred dollars i found on the ground that's not and that's not the same i wouldn't go to police or look for a person to turn it into because I already know who that money came from. The Lord. Okay, that's God right there. <laughs> that's who gave you that $300 when you had nothing. When you was down and out. It was the Lord that sent the $300. Come on, Pastor. He said, he said you don't got to be homeless no more. He said, you don't got to have sex with some woman and lay up on her couch and be a hobosexual. You know, we're against hobosexuality in the church. We're just not a progressive church at all. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, that's that's the Lord. The God did gonna start playing. If, if you find, if, you, if your rent is short 300 and you find 300, <laughs> bruh. I might, I might have to go back to a church if that happened. Like, well, that was the exact amount. Only Jesus could have known that one. I'm a, right? had to go see your boy. <laughs> Guess I was wrong. <laughs> he must be real. That's my, that's on me. That's on me, player. I, I, <laughs> I had two hundred seventy nine dollars short on rent. He, I found a two hundred seventy nine dollar bill. Uh, exactly the penny. <laughs> All right, Wangangi says, I grew up too poor to be turning down free money. I also grew up broke enough to not want to steal from niggas who can't afford to lose. So if I can trace the loot and they just a regular nigga, I'll try to give it back. But it's uh, if it's unattended cash or belongs to some corporation, I'm going to chalk it up to luck and deposit it. Too many body things over the years, so let me zoom out and say until my mid-30s, everything worked as intended with minimal prep. When you get a weird injury, that doesn't heal quite right, and you're, you get used to it, but it changes your life a little. Now, do, you, do that for another 10 to 15 years, and all those minor problems add up to a larger experience of feeling old. But if none of them are currently harassing you, you still feel the same. Until your niece says something to remind you that you were in high school in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that'll get you when they, when you say some shit that you think is not that old, and they be like, oh, that's, when you be like, when they be like, uh, tuning in to the the oldest goldies here on Satellite Radio, coming up next, 50 Cent in the club. Come on, coming up next, MC Light. <laughs> coming up next, Nicki Minaj, and you're like, what? No. Right, so, yeah, I can see that, um. 
happening. Um, uh, and uh, I just would like to say I was saving this because, you know, I didn't, I thought it would be funnier. But since Sean did right back in, Japan did have a one-child policy, okay? I'm, smart, I'm smarter than you. I know my countries. <laughs> Go find a minute mark to that shit, okay? In 2015, so the government... I see what's happening here. You're, a, not, you're just not correcting me. In 20, I forgot. I'm glad he wrote back in so I can remember. In 2015, the government removed all remaining one-child limits, establishing a two-child limit. In May 2021, this was loosened to a three-child limit. So... Yeah, I was right. You was wrong. And I'll accept the apology. Have, you know, the same way you, the public, the same on a comment on this one. So <laughs> I don't know if we're going to name this episode. I think it's 2671, but however you want to issue the apology, um, you know, just make it. I, I prefer for it to be cordial. And uh, I think maybe, you know, end it with a, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll never do this again. You know, because I think it's your second strike. So let's just go ahead and get that out the way. No more than two paragraphs. You know, let's keep it nice and short. Keep it sweet, um, and uh, we'll we'll call it we'll 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 call it a day. But got your We're ass, buddy. Even. I got your ass. You tried me. China had a policy. I don't care about the And Japan people. had a policy. I forgot okay. I said it. I don't. I actually don't know if, it, if we was even talking about Japan. We could have been talking about any country, but. Got your ass, yeah, buddy. Yeah, we talked so much. Like I said, I don't, I don't remember. Okay. That we, you fucked around and found out, okay? So. Honey, you know me. Mm-hmm. Who? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because China had a one-child policy, and they, they shit all fucked up now. But Japan did, too. So, full apology. Two, two paragraphs, all right? <laughs> I think you know. I think you know where we go from here, right? I think you, I think you know what's next. Yep, brother's right. Brother's right. Yep, brother's right. Brother's right. What was that again? Oh yeah, brother's right. Brother's right. Don't you ever, don't you ever. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. I'm up here in New York <laughs> for four months with my half my brain tied behind my motherfucking back. Cause I'm writing a goddamn TV show. And I'm doing this podcast. And then you came up here and you came wrong. You come for the king. You pressing our miss, nigga. I've been right about all of it. We've been right about all of it. Woo! Yes. Yes. Who gaslighting who? I love that clip. That clip made me laugh every time. Who is gaslighting who up in here? I'm saying Tried to make me feel bad. You see this emotional manipulation Sean tried to pull on your... Oh, man. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Oh, my goodness. Jeff from Japan, I'm, I hope you're not dealing with this. I hope this is this not your life on a daily basis, okay? I just hope everything is okay and that, you know, you're not getting tripped up like I am. Uh, all right. That's it for the comments uh, and all that stuff. And uh, we have no Skype voicemails so the last thing to do is emails did you check the mail mail did, was there anything there 
Yeah, it was one package. Okay, so we have physical mail. We'll do after the emails, and um, and that'll be the end of the show. Uh, I guess uh, we should play some music here, so we have a little interlude to put in some motherfucking ads. child limit China had a one child limit and you can't fuck with me I'm too smart I work too hard I know my job that's my new song called uh ride was right about everything um all right let's get to the podcast emails uh pod bean says uh oh god damn it pod bean that always make you gotta click on a fucking website and then you gotta like sign up for some shit just to see the comments but then when you click on it don't click to your fucking comment be like you can look at all your episodes i'm like nigga uh sorry uh all right i'll see what i can do i I don't this is the part i can't read here's the part i can't read uh signed up to get in line for tickets it's going to be lottery style to even get an access code to be invited to get a ticket. Got my credit card on auto pay on Ticketmaster. And I'm sure it's like 17 other things. This person said, uh, <laughs> that, this is not user friendly, baby. We can't, oh, we, we can't, we can't, uh, extend it. Yeah, this is terrible. Like, what? The end more, we can't see it. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm, I'm on it now trying to, yeah, this is terrible. This is a horrible setup. Yeah, even when you click on the episode, it doesn't say, like, here's the comments on your episode. It's, all right, I'll see if I can do it in the background, but this is this is bad. Uh, fuck Podbean. Um, yeah, it's them, baby. It ain't you. It's them. Yeah. We trying to include people that leave comments everywhere in the show, but they make it hard. Right. Aaron says, hey, Rod and Karen, the chicken and watermelon discussion reminds me of when I would go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles here in L.A. I used to be surprised at how many non-black people were in the restaurant. But then I realized chicken and waffles is just very delicious and everyone loves it. I understand why we may be hesitant about certain foods we eat and how it looks because of racism and history. But if they're not going to offer other food options to celebrate us, what is the point? I just want to know what are these other food options that y'all really are would be excited about? <laughs> Right, like I mean, just anything they do. Like my thing is this: anything mm-hmm. they do, people complain about. You know, it's it's like well, then you don't want them to celebrate it at all because you know mm-hmm. that's the other alternative, right? It's like it's like that's well, what you want them to do: greens, cornbread. Somebody have a problem about that? You know, like black eyed peas. Somebody have a problem about that? Just say you don't want it. I just want people to be honest because I I think yeah, like they're there's a, a kind of shame that's in us too mm-hmm. that's like because you see this happen all the time with with certain types of black folks they say stuff like um um you know that what that's the problem black people they everything fried everything got got poking and da 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 and like there's a weird anti-blackness in that you know what I mean? Like, they'll say it's about, like, health, but then you're making it specific to black people when, like, it's a lot of, it's America. Everybody's overweight. It's not germane to only one race. But you'll make it pathological for black people, you know? So I think even if we get mad about the foods that are chosen to celebrate, first of all, watermelon is very healthy, but if you get mad about the foods that are chosen to, to celebrate, 
it's always like the like like if they like you act like if they brought in like like you said collard greens and uh so I don't know some ham you you act like you wouldn't be mad about that it would eventually become those are you tired of those foods like it's correct so yeah. just quit lying quit 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 bullshitting me and just say you don't want them to celebrate it just say that because technically that's what you're saying because any food that, that they put up that's quote-unquote associated in any way shape or form or connected to us in any way shape or form you're going to have a it could be motherfucking great you would be like you you sell me these negro grapes you will find a problem with it so just yeah, say it's like what you're want, what you're saying it. it's like what you're really saying is like we are letting races have our culture that that even black people that want to say you listen let's have some chicken and watermelon and it wasn't just chicken and watermelon they reduced the article to chicken and watermelon but it was a, a cavalcade of black food it wasn't just here's some fried chicken and watermelon uh but of course the way to make it sound the worst in the headline is to say they gave them chicken and watermelon You're like yeah and mac and cheese and collard greens and yams and a bunch of shit too don't don't but but the thing is we're so easily triggered by this shit at this point and rage content is so is so strong they want you to feel that they want i think that's what i push against so much and people might even feel like it's contrarian but it's not it's me reclaiming my fucking emotions and my mind for myself i'm not gonna let you trick me and use me and use my outrage to help you out if I'm outraged about something, I like it to be genuine. You know what I'm saying? I like it to be, you know, something beyond just the snap judgment headline bullshit that we all have right now. And, and so it's rooted in something like the race yeah. has a foundation, like not has a real foundation that I can argue a point and and, like, and, and make it clear. Like black police officers killing um Tyree Nichols is a legitimate thing that is outrageous to me you know but remember that article we had last week that was like black youtuber attacked by a white man <clears throat> i was on that white man's side i'd have been david but how many people outraged you know seeing that headline outraged with no context no nuance i think right. that's what's happening every year these papers realize Hey, let's just make people get outraged. And motherfuckers, are, you see chicken and watermelon, and the first thing you think, because I know where my mind goes, first thing my mind goes is like, oh, something racist happened. Some someone thought it was funny, and then you, as you start thinking of what most likely happened, and it trickles down, it becomes so fucking clear that this is probably a black person's decision at a culinary like institution who would like to spread their to to uplift our culture the same way we uplift everyone else's cultures during their months and and you realize like the 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 caricature you had in your mind of one evil white man in a fucking general uh in a uh in a fucking colonel sanders suit being like this will be funny to do to the niggers like that that goes away so fast because you're like that's not how things happen even if it were something where it was insensitive, it would normally be because somebody dropped a ball. It wouldn't be like we want to make fun of black children that go to school, you know. So I think when you have all of this, you know, pressure and we don't have time and we don't really spend too much time thinking about shit, critical thinking, 
it's easy to get people riled up and these papers know what they're doing because we get at this point i'd say it's an annual tradition that we do at least one of these articles a year and it's always once you look deeper into the article it's always the same fucking thing some black person (laughs) at the company who either it was their job or they took it upon themselves to be like we are going to celebrate black people at this company we're not gonna have fucking Mexican week and Chinese week and Italian uh, week, but 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 skip over black. No, we're doing something, and then it becomes this this company hates us. And you're just like that's probably not what happened. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, it, it's just I think people feel that feel that way, but it's all kind of um, bullshit to me. Uh, Wangangi says, I still say it's tokenism. We cook at every holiday. We aren't there black food options with every, why aren't there black food options with every special American holiday meal? You're already making a special menu. Well, I think that's different. One, I've experienced that. Two, I don't think it's tokenism because you run into that thing that, that catch 22. If they do nothing, we say they don't celebrate Black History Month and they don't acknowledge us. If they do something, then we say it's tokenism. And if we say, well, the company, that's not real diversity. If it, if you go look at the company, it's probably some black person, a diversity person that's pushing them to do this shit. So more than likely, it's actually empowerment that's happening that you're witnessing. Um, it's just the perception of it. And it's just more complicated than simply yay or nay. Um, and then the other thing with the, the um, holiday meal thing, that's kind of a weird thing because everybody in America cooks at holidays. Every culture, every race, you know. So I don't know that that's a, the the knock on anything that you think it is. It's like if they had a week of celebrating like Jewish cuisine and they didn't serve Jewish cuisine at Thanksgiving, I wouldn't be like, look at this shit. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, like cut them. They don't really care. It's tokenism. Like it's kind of a separate thing, you know, but <clears throat> Uh, at any rate, I'll, I'll just leave this last anecdote and try to move on. But I remember uh, in at Fayetteville State, what was everybody's favorite day to go to the cafeteria, Karen? Oh, chicken day. Sunday. It was. It was on Sundays. That was. And what what do we have on chicken. what we have on Sunday? Chicken, and they were limited to two pieces, and you and it was one of them things where you could come back through, but the second time you could not get no more chicken. And that motherfucker line will be booked. They started at six o'clock. Motherfuckers be standing outside that bitch at five, five, thirty-five, forty-five. Little, little, people be standing outside. And also for homecoming, what did they do? They cook all the black soul food for homecoming because they know the niggas is coming all around the country and, and probably all around the world. People alumni from Fairville State for homecoming, and they and that's what they're gonna want. Because my thing is this: when it comes to it. It's like black people want to be catered to, catered to, and 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 we want to um, see our shit out there like everybody else. And the thing is, it's a catch twenty two. You can't be like catered towards me. Well, then I don't like the way you're catering towards me. Well, then do it this way, do it that way, and then if they don't do anything at all, you have a problem with it. So that's my thing. It's like no matter what they do, for some people, it's going to be a problem. And people don't want to think about what is it internally inside of you that 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 that, that 
comes up that says anything they do, I'm going to I'm going to be mad. I'm not going to give it a chance. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to criticize. You know what I mean? I'm not going to analyze it. I'm just going to be fish mad, chicken mad, greens mad, collard greens mad. It's like you're just going to be mad. Well, then if they don't do anything, some of these same people are going to be the people complaining about we had a whole Black History Month, and all we did was talk about the pre-approved Negroes. They ain't serve our food. You know, they they do nothing else. And on top of that, you have to think, these people in the cafeteria, their thing is food. Their thing is not this other shit. We, we're right. not, you know. So I stay in my lane, which is food. Why am I doing something else outside of that? Here's the thing, the, the thing I was going to say, though. Um, I agree with everything you said, but here's the other thing. I never felt a way about how much black people were lining up for fried chicken and watermelon or whatever else we were serving that day, greens and all that shit. Every Sunday, we was just in line hoping you got in and it was going to be Texas Pete left. Like, it wasn't no racial thing to it. And I know you're going, well, that's because you went to an HBCU. Right. HBCU in America, which is still American, still white. I... I never felt a way about it. It taught me I look forward to these things because I love these things. It didn't right. I never I didn't take shame with it. And yeah, there was it was chicken day. It wasn't all fried. You could have got baked chicken too for y'all health people. But my point being, like, peop this was unabashedly black people shit. We loved it. And if there was anybody else on campus of different races, they loved it too. Favorite fucking day. Catfish day. You love catfish. You know, that wasn't always once a week but we love like you look forward to this shit and then it's like through the insecurities we have and through the prism of white supremacy we all end up being like oh my god what do the white people think and we work backwards into like we should be ashamed and they never have to feel that you know mm -hmm. you never you've never seen the fact that we've never seen these complaints about the other days um that are celebrated with food and the other races and ethnicities. The fact that we've never had an art covered an article like that, it's never become a trending topic. It should say something. It's some it's something about America and anti-blackness that has affected us in a deep, deep way that is it, it, I guess it's just mostly sad to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and like I say, and the thing is, it is for african-american black people it's a foundation of who we are and there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing to be ashamed about it there's nothing to frown upon it you know there's nothing you know and i think sometimes black people even good well-meaning meaning black people sometimes consciously and sometimes unconsciously separate themselves from blackness in various different ways and it's one of those things where, not trying to find it, as people get more educated a lot of times, they like to separate themselves from blackness. As, as, as people get more money, they like to separate from themselves from blackness in various different ways and all of a sudden frown upon the people that eat like that, like there's something well, quote, also, unquote, wrong with them. Also, <clears throat> the other thing, too, with this is white people who are the people in charge of these companies right. who've empowered these black people to try to 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 acknowledge the contribution of black people to culinary culture they don't understand when the backlash comes they're just scared they're not going to stand with that black person they empowered at the company they're going to say i got you here because i thought you would help to keep the black people from being mad and i'm hearing that 
your ideas are actually the real racism fine i would like to go back to what i was doing before not even worrying about this shit fuck black people fuck their history fuck their month i'm gonna just go back to serving regular food and we just gonna do all the other cultures because i don't i don't have the backbone or the understanding i hired you because i don't understand and right. i thought you i could outsource this understanding because as the ceo of this company what i'm not about to do is go read some motherfucking books and catch up on shit or you know i'm you know they, they're not gonna do that shit so i just think it's you know kind of interesting um black history cop car this person writes saying please please write that sketch please i'm laughing my ass off just thinking about it if you don't i will love y'all peace <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> it is a funny idea to getting fucked up by the black history police it could be a get music get i mean i well, you can never get it greenlit it's just oh no too many uh-uh. you can never get that green. it's too many that, that uh definitely just started a council culture like it could get like it could be a sketch on snl but what i was gonna say uh is it could never be greenlit the ideas i have in my head of like i i could make like a weekly 15 minute tv show with the premise of just you know the same way they have like law and order svu da 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 but it would just be black history cops and just you know them still being cops and doing cop shit that we hate but all with that black history mobile you know maybe it'd be you could do a fake reality show like cops and be like you know black boys what you want what you do uh black history cops is filmed live on location uh anyway black history uh scott rice and hey rod and karen uh uh uh, hey rod and karen as always love the show you guys constantly keep me in stitches here's a little something uh for you guys for black history thought you would enjoy when i saw this clip of hakeem jeffries i had to make a beat out of it it's just in my blood it's hakeem featuring 21 savage enjoy okay um let me uh i have to do something where i can share this on my screen and i heard of 21 savage i don't know 21 21 he did that he did that song with uh he did an album with drake just recently okay, I, about to say, now I heard of 21 savage yeah and he was the one that they found out he was from like london and mm-hmm. then i started making that joke that he was probably be like 21 savage Democracy over demagogue. Economic opportunity over extremism. Freedom over fascism. Governing over gaslighting. Hopefulness over hatred. Inclusion over isolation. Justice over judicial overreach. Knowledge over kangaroo courts. Liberty over limitation. Maturity over Mar-a-Lago. Normalcy over negativity. So for those that don't know, the context of this, Hakeem Jeffries gave like a speech at the confirmation of uh, Speaker of the House, um, Kevin McCarthy, uh, as his, as his, you know, his official like coordination or whatever, like when they confirmed him and confirmation. And so uh, he gave a speech and he went through the alphabet and 
did basically like conservatives versus liberals, like what what they gonna stand for. Like he started with the like, yeah, we're gonna work together bipartisanship, but here's here what we you know, we will never choose and it's this over that, this over that. Uh like this, like we're gonna or we will choose blank over this, you know, um knowledge over, you know, whatever you said just now. And so um i i think that he put this beat to to that thing because this clip was going viral on the internet opportunity over obstruction people over politics quality of life issues over QAnon. reason over racism substance over slander triumph over tyranny understanding over ugliness voting rights like it would hit better i think if he was actually rhyming <laughs> yeah 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 like, had like a flow yeah like uh but i've seen people put like <clears throat> the eat the beat under and stuff like that i like hakeem jeffries um i think the house speakership uh, even if it's the minority speaker i think it's in, in good hands uh i was a little worried at first because i wasn't that familiar with him um and i knew that um i, I was just hoping that he'd be able to like work with or at least uh get the squad to like cooperate when it when push came to shove because i think that's gonna be a big thing for the next speaker of the house like yeah, yeah. people sleep on how much nancy just made like sure fucking cats dog. yeah like people just people just made sh like well nancy pelosi made sure that they the squad could still be the squad and and she right. could and they could still do what they needed to do mm -hmm. right because you need them too yeah so and they need to do it the way they do it because it attracts a different type of voter than the ones that you know are attracted to nancy pelosi and it's mm -hmm. gonna and unlike democrats are a coalition despite how every fucking type of democrat thinks it's a mandate to be just like them the truth is it's a big ass spectrum and we un unlike the other side we don't the brinksmanship shit don't work with us mm -mm. so yeah, we can't uh, put one slogan and everybody just rolls along with it somebody gonna have a problem with it yeah but the thing brinksmanship what i'm saying is democrats have proven that they won't vote for just you mandating that they vote for some shit right like a lot of times they'll they'll there's a contingent of motherfuckers that would rather just let republicans have it just as, as <laughs> fucked up as it is but um anyway my whole point was uh hakeem jeffries when he did this and a couple other things i was like okay yeah he got it like uh we'll see what happens if they ever get back to the majority but he he essentially understands the job and he's got the flair and all that stuff he's younger he's black um and so uh i think i think he can handle it i you know obviously no one it, everyone trying to be nancy pelosi gonna have their work cut out for him so i'm not expecting yeah, nancy pelosi level to, you know to feel like because you know she was that bitch yeah i'm not expecting nancy pelosi level shit out of him because i just think it would be unfair but right. uh hopefully you know eventually we get there thomas says hello rod karen and the people rod's tiktok coontacula black history figures reminded me of what happened two years ago at work i work in a 60 black poc 60 percent black for uh uh and poc versus white 40 percent elementary school uh night cleaning up at the dirty angels so much trash 
Each classroom has a bulletin board outside that displayed things like Black History Month. The kids are and the usual. <clears throat> I was actually impressed until I got to room 14X. At first glance, it looks good. Portraits of notable people with their birth and death displayed on top titled Way Back with MLK, Rosa Parks, Jesse Owens, Maya Angelou, and Flojo. And I, I remember seeing these same pictures when I went to the school district to the point that the picture said she Flo, said Flojo, Rosa, and Meyer were still alive. Flojo crossed the finish line in 1998, but this is a new building. Why are these still here? The second set of pictures consisted of Denzel. Nothing wrong with that, but second grade kids here. C.J. Pearson, the conservative Republican lady that ran and lost in Philly. Ben Carson and Candace Owens. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> what? They saying Flojo's still alive? Flojo been done left us. People. <coughs> that way. That's what you took from that, Karen? The Flojo part? <laughs> oh my Flojo ain't with us no more. What is we talking about here? All right. My eye was starting to twitch. I got the attention of one teacher's aides, getting her to step in and ask sis if she saw something wrong. And at first she couldn't until she said, until I said Fox News. The realization hit her face and she went off. She went and got two white teachers and I had to explain piece by piece, person by person, why this display was not the best representation of the community at large. In the middle of them beginning their steps in, uh, of them getting their steps in, my girl yelled, fuck Ben Carson. And I think it echoed down the hall. I hope it echoed because the wide MCA after school kids down the hallway. The display stayed up till May, and I sprayed it with cleaner once a night. Every custodian worked there. They're worth no paper and water diluted chemicals don't mix. The next year, she didn't put one up. So I guess that's a victory. Black history. Come on. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. I count it as, as I count it. That, that counts me to too. me as black history. Shout out to you for black history. And uh, he did include a picture of the mural. So we know that he is telling the truth. Um oh. I don't you know. Up? I'm trying to. Maybe, oh, maybe if I uh, try open uh, another. Hmm. Not sure why I can't blow this up enough. Uh, let me try something. Give me a second, everybody. Um, boom. Uh, get the zoom back to what it's supposed to be. Opening a new tab. Okay, here we go. Now I think we're cooking with grease. Uh. The same way that China and Japan weren't allowing their populations to cook with more than one kid. Uh, yeah, so that's it blown up. Uh, Black History Month. And I, it's hard to tell at the bottom because it's blurry once you make it too big. Uh, but I guess that's where you got your CJ Pearsons and Paris Denards and all this shit. My goodness. My goodness, goodness, goodness. Boy, the babies. Pray for them, everybody. Okay. I don't blame you. Lightly miss that boy every night. They're not going to critical race them people out the theory. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> CJ Pearson going to stay. Uh, show thoughts. This is from C. Uh, oh, this is from Cass Always, who says, hey, Karen and Rogers, a few thoughts. I know pe I know a lot of people didn't watch the State of the Union this week, but I saw the reaction from people that night, and the next day it was funny seeing begrudging respect some hardcore holdouts gave him. It's just conf further confirms y'all were right about Biden being the right old white man, as most black folks knew. Hopefully they'll get to that point with VP Harris, but people be peopling. Yeah, I'm scared for Kamala, man, because they trying to use the fear that Joe Biden will die in office in next term 
to say why you shouldn't vote for him because that would mean Kamala would be president. That's that's how scared they are of Kamala Harris for no good real fucking reason, if I'm being frank with you, but just black women can't they can't catch a break like her being a black woman for a lot of people is the real disqualification and then they work backwards to find some other bullshit because to me if you hold if your whole thing is she's a cop and a bad person well how the fuck did joe biden win after the crime bill come on then like you like you won't even admit like it's different and i i'm not gonna get into her legacy which i've talked about at length there's episodes you can go and find but even the way that people framed our legacy was fucked up and wrong in the first place. Yeah. But um, is yeah, I, I yeah, I yeah, I worry about what happens if it's Kamala, not because of her, but because of these people, people, and as you said, right. And the the most, in my opinion, the most fucked up part about, and I will continue to say this: it's a shame the niggas was more excited about her being number two than being number one. Right. All the celebration, all all the people came out. Okay, now when she was running, y'all niggas didn't support. Y'all didn't put no money. Y'all y'all didn't support a campaign. None of that shit. You know. Right. Everybody talk about why we to the white man. Well, bitch, it, it was a plethora of, of 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 multifaceted niggas out there, and y'all said no to all them bitches, and nobody was fucking perfect. Everybody had a flaw. So, yeah. but you know, people not gonna talk about that. How people were the- more excited about her being number two than being number one out of here it bothers me the way that what we believe as as what we call progressive prosecution for those who believe in such a thing that we're applauding da's for doing now are steps that she took a long time ago that they're just standing on the shoulders of and people will act like it's the opposite like no she was an aggressive prosecutor who was for locking everybody up and 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 meanwhile, Republicans at the time hated her. Cops hated her. So who where does where's her home then? Why don't the cops love her? She was who you say she was. You know, Val Demings in in in, in Florida had a more of a you know pro cop conservative record than 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 V than uh, Kamala Harris did, and people was treating Val like, hey, maybe she got a shot of winning Florida. We gotta get behind this black woman, like. It's just it was a weird double standard for her and, and I, I have a lot of reasons why I think that is. And a lot of that shit is low uh low dirty tactics by like black media people that rather have a click than to be honest. And as you brought pointed out so greatly, Karen, all those people as soon as she became the VP tick pick changed their entire tune 180 degrees. If they really believe what they said about her when she was running they should have been against the idea of her being on the ticket. But the second yes. that Joe Biden won, they said he better pick he better pick Kamala Harris or Stacey Abrams. That's what they said. That's what they said. So what what what's the real truth here? And shame on you for putting out that propaganda bullshit only to turn back at the last second. That's some real foul shit. But anyway, I don't want to get uh off too much into that. We that was enough, I think. Um <laughs> Yeah, I say, don't don't get me going down that train because it makes me motherfucking mad every goddamn time because I paid attention to you niggas online on the cross colors MLK card. 
can you imagine the body and dash cam footage there is no way it won't be a shit show like can only black cops drive a black pride car <laughs> yeah but then they haven't been having the best pr lately anyway right are the lights green red and yellow <laughs> do they do they do that copaganda thing and pull over people to give them something nice like a watermelon flavored lollipop or a gift card to a soul food restaurant as you oh, can tell i am fully it. disgusted I want, I want lollipop. as you can tell i'm fully disgusted but slightly intrigued see this uh, this is the cast gonna end up being on my um, if you know, i we gonna fuck around and put you on put you on the <laughs> on the writing staff for the 15 minute uh black history on the team for the 15 minute black history cop uh tv show on uh don't swim like i feel like we got we, listen we got that was a several episodes we could have right there um like like every time before they go out and shit they have like a meeting at the cop you know that that like conference room they be having and shit with the podium you know what i'm talking about yeah then like the chief they all be dressed in like you know the african color police uniforms and shit red black and green and shit and then it can be like all right today we got a new initiative it's called stop and lick okay we're gonna be stopping we're gonna be stopping random black people you know just profiling but you stop them and then you give them a watermelon flavor lollipop we trying to make some inroads to the community today (laughs) like like i can see a whole thing and and then they go through the thing they was like now what do we say to the people when we uh hand out the lollipop you know that you know something mm-hmm. like that somebody gonna say something ridiculous and they're like no you can't say that mm-hmm. you know what we're, we're gonna put you off we're gonna put you off a, off a cross color duty today you go yeah. in the corner and they definitely gonna have more than black people on that unit it's gonna be some white people it's gonna be some people other plc's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and uh i'm gonna like the uh, white people the white people gonna like go extra hard like like they gonna really be into the blackness right and so you know they gonna be like the black people gonna be like too far too far they were like but what are we talking about and like the white people gonna be right when they be mm-hmm. talking and shit they're gonna be like but this is what you're supposed to do y'all they're gonna be like nah nah we black we got it we black we got it lastly congratulations on the black history month coon renation of coons Rod, <clears throat> I have been sending them to my friends for midday kikis. You are clearly having fun, hopefully not stepping on your creativity, but if you're still looking for music, I suggest a couple suggestions. Blackberry Molasses, a young, gifted, and black, the Nina Simone version, Keep On Moving by Soul to Soul, and Donnie Hathaway's Will All Be Free. Those are some great suggestions. I'll add them to my list. I I love, I, I, I've, that's the hardest part right now is remembering to find music to go with it because sometimes it's meta and it goes exactly with what i'm the person i'm talking about uh but um sometimes it's not it's just like an uplifting black song or something that you know people think is black but uh yeah i'll those are some great suggestions and I'll, i'll 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 write those down karen what do we get in the mail one second Okay, let's give Karen a second, everybody. Uh, no problem. You know how it is. We get the stuff in the mail sometimes, and we love to see it. Keep your head to the sky. You can live as long as you keep your head to the sky. That's the, to me, that's the best black positivity song. 
All right. Karen's taking her time. And the winner is not Beyonce because we are racist. I am, you know what's funny? Uh, while I have a second, I'm just doing this going. I'm kind of nervous. Let me, let, me, let me see who the winner going to be. Why, one thing is funny, though, while, I'm, while, while we're doing this real quick. Uh, I think it is funny that people think the Grammys have a conspiracy against Beyonce winning album of the year. Because being on the other side of as critics who vote in something, it's, it's not a conspiracy like there's one white man in a room being like, give her all the other awards. It's, it's, they're biased, but, it, but it, I don't think i think it's funny to hear how black people talk about it when when we lose something we want we want somebody to win it's their bias but it's not they're not organized enough to do a conspiracy it's just their biases come out at the album of the year i think every time is which is that black music is not to to them as valid as white music that that's what really we're really seeing over and over but yeah i think it's funny when people are like they hate Beyonce. It's like she has the most Grammys ever of all time anybody. <laughs> so they don't hate her if unless it's the most complicated hate of all time. It's something it's the bias for that album of the year shit. And I don't know how you fix that. Go ahead, Karen. Oh, I know what this is. This is a regift. This oh, okay. Is the, the gift we got last time. Oh, and oh, baby, um, uh, baby that uh sent the uh, uh sanitizer. What happened was I opened it up and one of the sanitizing lights were broke. Yeah. So I couldn't use it. So I contacted them and I was like, I want my gift. I was like, what the, what the fuck is this? Right. So, uh, <laughs> so they sent me, so they sent me a replacement one and I didn't realize they were going to do all the packaging all over again, but that's what they did. So baby, thank you. This right here is going to be in good shape. Cause that other one, that light were broken. I was highly disappointed. I wanted my gift. Right. So I showed up was like, y'all going to send me a bitch that works. And they did. Thank you, baby. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Uh, we'll be back soon. We may take tomorrow off because I know it's Super Bowl, but we also are guests on a podcast tomorrow, uh, which we'll post the link to that. I need to go make my content for the day for TikTok. And uh, we'll, yeah. And then, of course, Super Bowl's tomorrow. So, you know, uh, probably will uh, not be doing a podcast <laughs> during the Super Bowl. So it is what it is. Um, all right, y'all. Until next time, I love you. Mwah. Mwah.